bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of judgment. But, but answer there, my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits what a homicide and kills people up... Nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. This is The Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken. You're like, I ain't did this before. <laughs> You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. I got to see how close I can get to the last tick so I can start talking before it ends. It's an art to it. Come on. It's Monday. 833-212-1017 is the number. I hope you had a great weekend because it's gone. Left home this morning, it was snowing. And I said to myself, self? Self said, huh? I said, this is dumb. It's snowing. It was 80 what degrees yesterday? And I was 30, it was 37, 33 when I was driving here. Something is definitely wrong. There is absolutely positively something incorrect in this place. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. So there's so many things that are going on today, so many things that are happening today, that I don't even know where to start. And I'm lying. Yes, I do. All right, so here's the deal. If you haven't heard, good afternoon, Dwayne. How's it going? A white man in his 80s, is the individual who apparently seriously wounded Ralph Yarrow 
a black teen on April 13th in Kansas City, Missouri, according to a CNN review of property records, police statements, and detention reports. CNN is not naming the man at this time, given he has not been charged. <clears throat> now, you and I both know that if this was a black guy or a Hispanic guy, they would have figured out a way to somehow technically tell his name and put it all out there. Two representatives at the Kansas City Police Department Detention Unit read the man's booking information over the phone to CNN. They confirmed the man who was booked on an investigation hold was a white man in his 80s, and his home address matches the address where the shooting took place. Representatives also noted that he was taken into custody on April 13th, just before midnight, and then released two hours later at 1.24 a.m. on April 14th. And so... Kansas City Police Chief Stacy Gray. So if you haven't heard, there was a young man who went to a house and it was the wrong house because he got street and place, street, boulevard, right? Same name, different, right? It's the difference in going to uh, Layton Avenue and Layton Boulevard. It's the difference in being on Interstate 94 eastbound but you're actually going a different direction right you're going south on i-94 but you're actually eastbound so if you go from milwaukee to chicago on interstate 94 it's 94 east but if you ask you what direction you're going in you'd say south like you can get confused like that so here we have a young kid who's going to pick up his brothers goes to the wrong house because it was like 115th Avenue versus 115th place, right? Just went to the wrong place. It's it's the difference in going to, um, and I used to do it because cause there used to be family who lived on 24th place. And I would always go to 24th Street. And there could be, I'm just picking a number, uh, uh, 0001 North one zero 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 one south, right? You get them mixed up. You transpose numbers. Um, you go to to place instead of street, and all that. Well, that's what happened. April thirteenth, just before ten p.m., after receiving reports of a shooting, officers responded and found uh, Ralph sixteen, who'd been shot outside the residence. He was shot twice and then struck in the head and arm. His family's attorneys. Said the neighbor told CNN. Well, let me rephrase that. The neighbors CNN spoke with said they did not hear the shooting because they were asleep, but did once they, they but did say once they awake we came outside and the victim was lying in the street surrounded by a few of our neighbors. So what happens here is you go to the wrong door, and you ring the wrong bell. Because the police found that the teenager's parents asked him to go pick up his siblings at an address on 115th Terrace. But he accidentally went to a place, to a home on 115th Street. And that's where he was shot. Picking up his younger brothers, he mistakenly rang the doorbell of the wrong house. A man shot Ralph twice. Now he's in critical condition. And I believe he's since been released from the hospital, but.
When asked whether or not the shooting was racially motivated, the police chief said the information that we have now, it does not say that it is racially motivated. That's still an active investigation. But as a police chief, I do recognize the racial components of this case. And the police chief Graves sought to assure Kansas City community Sunday the police department is committed to the case. We recognize, he said, the frustration this can cause in, a, in the entire criminal justice process. The men and women of the Kansas City Police Department are working as expeditiously and as thoroughly as they can to ensure the criminal justice process continues to advance as quickly as all involved in our community deserves. So here's the kicker. What's this guy's past? Let's start digging around his past. Let's let's listen to the things he said. Let's let's start to look at the patterns. We're all human. We all make mistakes. Got it. But when you shoot somebody through glass, And then when they're down, you shoot them when they're down. We got a problem. We have a problem in this country. Excellent student, talented musician, stellar GPA, taking mostly college courses, loves science, and hopes to pursue that as a career. He's not recovering alongside family after being shot. And neighbors are now wondering when this kid comes shot to your doorstep and he's bleeding and you call 911. They're wondering what happened. And the woman says, I wanted to help him, but they kept saying that we don't know where the shooter's at. And so she kneels down and brought out towels to stop the bleeding and said, what's your name? Who shot you? And that's when he explained he was supposed to pick up his brothers. And we figured out. Then he went to the wrong street, which is no excuse for what happened. She said, this is somebody's child. I had to clean blood off my door, off my railing. That's someone's child's blood. I'm a mom. This is not okay. And then while awaiting for an ambulance, he's bleeding from injuries to the left side of his head, his arm. What do you do after that? Where's the trust we have in people? Thank God there were neighbors that stepped up and decided today we're going to look after somebody, regardless whether he had been a thief or a criminal or a kid that got shot. It's another human being, and they cared for him. I have another story for you about somebody in their 90s who committed a crime. Just like this old guy was in his 80s. And so the question remains is, why didn't the police keep him in custody? Was it based on the story he told? I'd have to go look up Missouri law. But like everybody, everybody deserves their day in court. 
But today I'm going to take a moment of personal privilege. He does deserve his time in court. And when they're done, the only place they can take him to is jail. And that is Dr. Ken's Truth on the new 1017 The Truth. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Yeah. You know what? You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Okay, so I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a see if I can experiment because I don't know which one it is. So I'm going to just find out when everybody else find out. So let me see. Let me press play and see if it plays. All right. Shot for not. Found it. All right. So I have a video I want to play for you regarding the team that was shot in Kansas City, Missouri. About a Kansas City teenager fighting for his life after being shot for knocking on the wrong door. The family of 16-year-old Ralph Yarl says he was trying to pick up his younger brothers when he made a mistake. He mistook one address for another. And someone shot. Police say the person who shot this teen has not been charged, at least not so far. Lily Luciano has more on this story. And you should never, ever have to worry that your life will be taken. One block difference is what the family of 16-year-old Raf Yarl say landed him in the hospital Thursday with what's described as life-threatening injuries. Yarl was supposed to pick up his younger brothers from a friend's house on 115th Terrace in Kansas City, but she says instead he went to 115th Street, where he rang the bell, and that's when police say a man opened fire, shooting him in the head. Jarl's aunt said the man then shot him again. There is a thorough investigation underway now. There will be a thorough review in the prosecutor's office. We will make sure we do all we can to be fair, to make sure that we're as expeditious as possible. The homeowner who allegedly shot the teen was taken into custody on a 24-hour hold and was released. Police cited the need for further investigation and for a formal statement from the victim as some of the reasons. While the identity of the shooter remains unknown, many in the community worry race may be a factor. Kansas City's police chief acknowledged that concern. I want everyone to know that I'm listening, and I understand the concern that, that we are receiving from the community. Black lives are under attack! What do you do? Stand up Protesters gathered and demonstrated on Sunday, calling for justice, including Jarl's father. I have a message for the prosecutor. We want charges. That's what we want. If he goes free, the next black kid that's going to ring that doorbell could get shot again. That was Luciano reporting. You could see how easily you could make the mistake. 115th Street, 115th Terrace. But let's talk about Ralph Yarrow for just a second. He's described as a section leader in the marching band, one of the top bass clarinet players in Missouri. His friends and teachers describe him as kind, soul, quiet, friendly, well, well-mannered, Willing to help, no criminal record, his family says. Super smart and a musical genius. I mean, <clears throat> thank God he's still alive. Let's just start with that. Thank yes. you so much he's still alive. But there are still so many questions. You knock on the door. They say it wasn't threatening, according to the family and the attorneys. He was just knocking on the doors to pick up his little brothers. Yeah, based on what we know now, unless it's legal to shoot people, delivery people who are knocking on the door, exactly. how, how is this okay? I don't know. Police are going to be looking into it. And we do have to question ourselves as a society when we get to the point where someone ringing a doorbell, somebody who's lost or somebody who's looking for help, can find themselves 
facing down the barrel of a gun. And a it child. Happened, it happened to police who went to the wrong address in a different state as well. So something's going on here. No, more and more questions on this story, and we will stay on top of this for you. And so when you think about it, you have to remember that there are a lot of things that we don't know about this story. One thing we do know is when he was shot, he was shot through the glass. So if I'm outside and I'm on your property and I knock on your door and you shoot through the door, through the glass, that's a problem. That's a major problem. Even if you could see him, that's a problem. And so I wonder, had he been to the place before or not? Probably not. You know, there's so many things that we have to know about this particular uh, case that I hope the police, well, I'm sure they'll do a good job at figuring out what exactly happened. Um, Now, on a side note, I got an 80-year-old guy who shot through the glass, and if you're going to get it, you need to get it right, and you need to get it right one time. Because once you do, you can't unring that bell. So my question is not whether or not this old guy should go to jail. Because I have another question about another story that's different, but in that same age range. My question is, what's missing from this story? 833-212-1017. What, what's missing from this? What don't you know? The only thing you know is a white old guy at 80 shot a young teen through the window, and that's it. You don't have any other real information. You don't have any real witnesses other than the kid himself, and they got to talk to him. But do we go down the road of if that had been a black person, they would have stayed in jail? Because odds are they would have. Had that been a Hispanic person who did the shooting, would they be in jail? Right, but we don't know. And so you could feel a certain way, but that doesn't make it right. And that doesn't make it true. Now, me personally, this is totally um, from a professional standpoint. You ready? 80-year-old shot somebody? What's his physical health like? Because I don't want to take him into custody and then have him die in my district, die in the jail, and then I got a whole other issue going about that. So... There's a lot to unpack here. They may have information that finds out, well, we we don't know. Based on what we have and the information we have, there's no reason why this 80-year-old man is not sitting in jail. And I don't know what Missouri law is because clearly Missouri law says that they can hold them up to 24 hours, which is usually the case in many places. But you have to be in custody. You can't just come call me for an investigation and just take back. I guess you can in Missouri. I'm never doing anything or visiting Missouri again. But um, at some point, we have to just recognize that there's a belief that this guy should be in jail. Now, the prosecutor was a black guy. We had CBS News. We were playing the report from CBSnews.com from the morning show. 
The shooter was a black guy. I'm sorry. <laughs> there you go. The um, prosecutor was a black guy. Does that matter? You're right, Mark. Well, no, that's not a 72-year-old hold in most states. It's, it's not a hold, per se. You can't put a hold. You can, you can hold a person after you arrest them. Actually, the charges in Wisconsin, they got 36 hours to get them over to the jail and 48 hours to charge. But the, in Wisconsin, it's, it, well, no. Milwaukee County, it, the, the, the chief judge, who's now Carl Ashley, I think. But anyway, the chief judge said you got 48 hours. So from the time I arrest you at 425, I have until 18 hours, right? So 12 hours. So I can't do it at in the morning, right? 24 hours is now and then another 12 hours. But I'm not going to do it at 4 o'clock in the morning. So that means I literally have less time to get you get you over to the jail at the county. And then I have another 12 hours before I have to bring this to the DA's office to get you charged or released. So, and, and, and it might be different now. I'm sure it's changed since I retired, but, but basically those, those are the things. The 78 hour rule is what the state says the, the Milwaukee County made it less. Like you're not going to be just putting people in jail and sitting them there for three days for no reason. And it stops you from over the weekend from pretending like, eh, there's people at the DA's office on weekends. They're duty DAs and all kinds of things that, that, that work that way. So your rights are upheld. So them only being able to hold him, it was an investigative hold, right? And so they had a hold and it's 24 hours and you're either going to charge him or you're not. If you're not going to charge him, you got to release him. You're still investigating and they'll find out and then they'll, they'll decide whether or not they're going to prosecute him or not. Will he live long enough for you to prosecute? Is he ill already? Does he have mental health issues? All those things are going to play a part. As it would if it was your grandmother who was 80 years old and some kid came to the door and she got scared and shot him. Now, if he did what they said he did, came out the house and shot him while he was on the ground, bye. You need to be in jail. That's, that's the only thing I can think of. That is the only place that I know of where you should be for at least the next five years. Minimum five years. But again, he's 80 years old. Like, what exactly will you take from him? So I was just asked, should an 80-year-old have a gun? Well, it's his prerogative. You live in America. Talking text line said, does capital crime come to mind as you give thought to this case? No, because we don't have capital crimes here. Those are federal. We got to deal with the federal stuff. This ain't federal. This is this is state. This this doesn't we can't let every single time a black person is a victim of a crime raise it to some some weird level where it it's so big and it and you know sometimes it's just a state case and it needs to be tried on a state case and that's that. Some sometimes it's unfortunate but life happens.
And then if he was dead if, or if he was killed, now we have to take into account intent, um, things he did leading up to it, all that. And those are the things that are going to count against him. Those are the things. What did he do during his day? How, what are his medical records like? Like all that stuff they're, they're going to have to look at to figure out whether or not they're going to charge this man. And if they do, then he'll have to deal with it then. And when we come back, I have another story about I, – I, it's so much stuff happened over the weekend. I have another story about – of course, I'm going to make it – I'm going to racialize it to make it more juicy, right? An old white guy doing something they wasn't supposed to do. And we'll see whether or not the justice system really works or when they think of justice – they think of just us. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. So I saw this story today that kind of struck me with the 80-year-old in Kansas City, Missouri. And now you have a 90-year-old. Well, I could talk about it or I could just read it. By the way, if you have any comments on anything we've been talking about today, 833-212-1017 is the number. On the talking text line, Derek say, Dr. Ken, have you read about all those federal employees, public employees that lost their jobs because of PPP money in Chicago? Yes, I did. I also heard about all them people in Chicago that decided to go downtown and tear up the place, too. You were not there, were you? Okay. All right. Defrocked former Washington, D.C. Cardinal Theodore McCarrick was charged with fourth-degree sexual assault on Monday for allegedly molesting a victim in Lake Geneva in April of 1977. McCarrick is the only current or former cardinal in the U.S. to face child sex abuse charges. According to the Wisconsin Department of Justice, 92-year-old Theodore McCarrick is accused of engaging in repeated acts of sexual abuse with the victim. The criminal complaint reportedly states the acts include one instance where the former cardinal fondled the victim's genitals while staying as a guest at a home at Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. McCarrick was expelled from the Roman Catholic priesthood in 2019. An investigation by the Vatican church found him guilty of sex crimes against minors and adults. In 2021, he pled not guilty in Massachusetts in a, in a Massachusetts case in which the priest allegedly sexually abused a 14 year old boy at a wedding reception at Wellesley college in June of 1974 Lawyers represented McCarrick previously stated he is not mentally competent to stand trial due to dementia, according to the Reuters 
news service. McCarrick is a former archbishop in Washington, D.C. And um, Walworth County District Attorney uh, Zed Weidenfeld is prosecuting the Wisconsin cases. The state DOJ assisted with the investigation. Interesting. Two old 80-year-old guys, 80 and 92, who probably thought they had gotten away with whatever that, that is. So let me ask a question, Derek. Is that a, is that, was that Derek that said that? I'm sorry, Mark. Is this a capital crime? I mean, are we going to sentence somebody to death? No. But it's sexual assault of a child. So my question to you is, is, are they too old to prosecute? Is there, is there an age where you're too old to be prosecuted or too old to be held accountable for your actions? That's what I want to know. 833-212-1017 is the number. You have an old 80-year-old white guy. And you have an old 92-year-old white guy. One shot a juvenile. The other committed sexual assault to a child. Along with other crimes that they've been accused of and have since been defrocked. So the question remains, are you ever too old to be prosecuted? Does age play a part when you're thinking about whether or not somebody should be put in jail? I guess the other question is, is a person ever too old to seek justice? I mean, think about this. Today, those victims are adults. 1970, what, four, 72, 79? I mean, what, what, you know. Lake Geneva, 1977. 16-year-old Wellesley College, 1974. At, at what point? But you know the statute of limitations, there isn't one for sexual assault. And has the Catholic Church fixed this yet? Talking text line, Derek said, no, commit the crime, do the time. So age doesn't play a part in how long you might send. So what are you going to give him, life? That might be two weeks. I mean, I mean, I'm not trying to make light of it, but, you know, you have to be careful. Or do you? 833-212-1017 is the number. Scott said, the answer, Dr. Ken, is no. When you're guilty of a heinous crime, you should be held accountable and you need to pay your debt to society. I agree. I agree. Now, what are the things that come with holding this person accountable? If, if he's found guilty, first of all, if this former cardinal is found mentally competent, stand trial and go to jail, the taxpayers are going to be paying his medical bills until he dies. They're going to be giving him three hots and a cot. 
And I mean, I don't mean to denigrate people, but with all due respect, what I would do? Well, let me let, let me not say that because that will sound insensitive and I don't want to sound insensitive. But I would actually, I don't know. Turn them over to the victims. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken. I had the headphones turned down completely. And so when I turned it on, everything went, like, what? What'd I do? What'd I do? I broke something. 833-212-1017 is the number. So you feel, Scott felt that every single person before the break, we were talking about whether or not somebody in their 80s or 90s or should be held accountable for their crimes. I mean... I mean, at some point, you're not going to be alive long enough to really, I mean, unless you give them like what, five days? I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm being silly when I say it, but it comes down to holding people accountable for what they did. And that's what Scott and Derek do the crime, do the time. But isn't each person different? Right? I was scared. Well, wait, what, what was the, what was the, I, I was afraid for my safety. I feared for my life. I thought the person was going to kill me through the door, through the glass. I wonder was the door even locked. Like those are some of the things they're going to have to look at. Those are some of the things they're going to have to take a step back Look at this guy's life for the last three, six months. What what historical things has he said? Is he a race baiter? You know, does he say racial things? Does he, you know, all those things. But can you hold it against him? Because I listen to a lot of black people that say a lot of racial things. And then if some white person ends up dead, do we say, hey, look at him. He hated, he hated white people because... Or do we look at just the instance of when it happened? So there are a lot of things that can go into this. I think there's a lot of evidence that's not public that we don't know on its face. He was wrong. If he shot him through the door, done. If he came outside and shot him after he was down, definite jail. Like, don't even think about it. Don't even have a trial. Lock them up. No, I'm just, I'm, I'm just kidding. For you, law and order people. But I think it comes down to the point that when you have something like this, first of all, we got to be careful of places like CBS.com, who insinuated some things but didn't say some things. So sometimes you can lead people down a path without really saying or doing anything, and I think that's dangerous. 
Well, I just think it's dangerous. That's just me. 833-212-1017 is the number. Spike said, do we feel the same way for the 10-year-old who killed his mom? Yes. Some of the things the 10-year-old did can't be taken like an adult because he's a child. So that's, that's one. Two, we already know he had mental health issues. We have to find out whether or not the white guy had mental health issues. turned the cameras off, figured out the gun safe combination, took the gun out, and, and, and when his mama woke him up too early and didn't order his gift off Amazon, shot him and killed him. Shot her and killed her. Think about that. Was it a fit of anger? Was it, was it a what is a was it a rampage shooting? Like what? What happened? I think that would be considered a rampage shooting. You lost control of your emotions and you, right? Ten year old. But does the ten year old turn off the video camera so nobody can see it and turn off the and and get the combination to the gun lock and get in and use the gun? In that instance, I would say yes. But as a juvenile, he's got significantly more resources on his side. And so that's why the law says when you commit certain crimes, you're automatically tried as an adult. And they'll have a conversation about whether or not to remand this down to the, if I'm using the right word, remand it to juvenile court. But here's the kicker. Juvenile court don't take 10-year-olds. Or they might. If, if you commit a certain type of crime, I think they take you at 10. You know, so all those nuanced things you have to look at in order to figure out exactly what is going on. 833-212-1017 is the number. Why am I telling you that? Because Truth Nation, April 21st through the 23rd, the MSO will be paying tribute to the Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin, and a program including iconic hits like Respect, Think, A Natural Woman, and much more. So I got to hook you up right now with a pair of tickets to see Aretha Franklin with three-time Grammy-nominated artist Ryan Shaw, Broadway powerhouse and audience favorite Capathia Jenkins, and be caller number five right now, 833-212-1017 is the number. We'll take... Call it number five, 833-212-1017. If y'all nice to me, I might give away another pair next hour. I, I'm just, you know, I don't know if you're feeling good. If I'm feeling good. If you're feeling good, you can dial that much. Be caller number five, 833-212-1017 for your chance to win tickets to see the Aretha Queen of Soul tribute at the Milwaukee Symphony Orchestra April 21st and April 23rd. Again. Call number 5-833-212-1017. So, if you're the winner, then you get some tickets. But never fear. I'm feeling kind of froggy. I might I might do something next uh next hour. So, we'll see. We shall see. We shall see. And I think in the five o'clock hour, I'm gonna jump into that whole 
I should probably just ask the question. Are you a beer drinker? Really? You drink beer? Ugh. Are you a beer drinker, Rhea? Gross. Gross. <laughs> Depends on the night. If you're so drunk, then you drink beer. Okay. No, I, I made that up. I made that up. Hmm. I don't know. I'm not a big drinker, so I don't really, you know. Man, the things we do when we turn 21. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't need to hear that. You want me to put that over there so we can we can go back and 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 call the. Wow, I cannot believe he just told me what he just told me. <sighs> That's interesting. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. If you want to win some tickets. You know, it takes a little time because a lot of people listen on the app and it takes a couple minutes for it to circle back through to the app. And then all of a sudden, so people that listen live are usually the people that win stuff here. But we got to read the Franklin tickets. I might, I might, I might have some other tickets for you too, for a different show. If you, you know, five o'clock hour, make sure you hang around. Yep. Um, yeah. So, I mean, in that instance. So who I, who I need to talk to to go get some tickets to go see this. MSO paying tribute to the Queen of Soul, Aretha Frank. Yeah. Hmm. I'll have to figure out. Anyway, we're giving away tickets to see Aretha Franklin tribute. Three-time Grammy-nominated artist Ryan Shaw and Broadway powerhouse and audience favorite Capathia Jenkins. So make sure you check that out. Make sure you check that out. Um, Talking text time. Mike from Milrose said, I'm in the middle of the city and signals coming in fuzzy. Is that just me? Uh, we'll, we'll have somebody check it. We'll, we'll see if, um, if that's it. I'm getting the signal and I'm all the way downtown. So there you go. 833-212-1017 is the number. Wayne say, Dr. Ken, are you a soda drinker? I used to be and now I'm not. I'm not a soda drinker. I had to stop. No diet soda because my, my kids holler at me when I drink diet soda. They're like, that stuff will kill you. Give you heart disease. Ah, they go on and on and on. Give you a heart attack. And I can't drink sugar because I got issues. So what do I do? So what do I do? I think I already told people I, I was type 2 diabetic, a, 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 a type 2. I don't know if I'm saying type 2 diabetes or a type 2 diabetic. I don't know. Like the highest thing for prediabetes is 6.4 and I'm 6.5. And so I got to work out and eat right. And so I've cut that out and I got snacks. And then I left. Watch this. I was so proud of myself yesterday. Um, by the way, when we come back, we got top five at five. And you got the first name of the person who... What's his? What's his name? Alinka. Okay. So congratulations, Alinka. You're going to see Aretha Queen of Soul with the Milwaukee Symphony Orchestra. Okay, now it's official. I'm jealous. Anyway, I'll finish my story. We'll do the top five at five. We got so much stuff coming up. I got so many stories coming out of my ears, which is a weird thought if you think about a story coming out of your ear. But me being the literalist, I'm also going to tell you about how I'm 
you know, working and change my diet and change, losing weight. And then I could look like Alex. 